Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to In Your Power podcast with Kat. How are we going today? All amazing, I hope. Now, I am just um, jumping in. This is a bonus episode. Um, It's just an edited recap version of um, the interview I did with Jacob Gordon, um, the author of Beyond the Storm. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to pop in and just say um, this is a shorter version, so it's more to the point. Um, The original version, I just let it rip and let it go Um, and Jacob has revisited it and um, shortened it up so it's a little bit more short and sweet um, and just more to the point of what Beyond the Storm is all about and how it started and all those things. So please listen and um, yeah so and if you are guys that follow Jacob thank you for tuning in and uh, giving me the time and giving him the time to listen to this uh, podcast and yeah jump on board and hey guys subscribe if you haven't already and have a listen to some of the other episodes I think you may learn and enjoy a few of the other things topics that we've got going on at the podcast. So yeah, thanks everyone. And here is Jacob Gordon and myself having a chat about Beyond the Storm. Yay, we're on. All right. So um, we'll start with how about you introduce yourself and um, a little bit about how you came to write um, Beyond the Storm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, My name is Jacob Gordon and I am uh, currently a a primary school teacher. Um, Started writing um, Beyond the Storm when uh, we were in the first lockdown. And when I was teaching, it took me over to England. And when I was over there, I met my friend Jay and Jade, of course, is the illustrator. And so the way that Beyond the Storm came about the book was that during COVID, Jade had a lot more time to spend on her art. And I really yeah. love to paint and draw and stuff as well. But every artist or most artists will say to you that their stuff isn't as good as what they yeah. think. And especially those ones that aren't considered professional, you know, they always look at their own work and go, there's always something more that you can do to your own stuff. And so when I saw Jade's artwork, I was like, man, this needs to be, this needs to be something. This needs to be a book. And my wife is in, my wife, Hayley, she's incredibly kind and will always do everything for everybody else, you know? And I watched her just reach out to everyone in our neighborhood. And I watched everyone else at that first lockdown. I don't know if you remember, but everyone was out reaching towards each other and it was beautiful. And, yeah. and, the, the idea came from that it was the sense that everyone will band together and everyone ha- did band together. Um, yeah, which I think is such a, a, such a huge message. So then that's where the story came along. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Hopefully I didn't mumble too much, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's so awesome. Yeah. So, um, so tell me a bit more about your teaching, like, um, how many places have you traveled to with your teaching? Yeah. Um, so I started teaching, I, start, I did actually did 
I grew up in Ballarat um, where the book's actually printed. So that was another really big thing was to get it printed from somewhere where I've called, where I've called home before. Yep. So growing up in Ballarat was a really great opportunity to branch out. You know, we had this really beautiful home. Like I've been really lucky with my family. I've got a loving mother and three other siblings that I'm really, really close with. Um, and I'm the youngest of four. And watching them all move out to different places kind of wanted me to jet set as well. And being the youngest, I kind of got to go on holiday to go and see them. So I had my sister in Melbourne and my brother up in Queensland. And then my other brother was up in, um, uh, well, he's been in a lot of places. He was in Queensland as well, but just a little bit north, uh, working with the Australia Zoo. With oh, the wow. yep. Zoo. Yeah. So going up there and watching him kind of work with his animals and stuff, just fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, um, so straight after I finished school in Ballarat, I moved up to Brisbane and lived there for a year because I had to earn enough money to go to uni. And then worked worked myself to the bone, moved back down to, moved down to Albury and studied in Albury, Wodonga, yeah. mm-hmm. um, where once again, met some really awesome people and hung out with a lot of cool people, um, did the university thing. And then finished up and got a job in Glen Rowan. So then, yep, we went. I moved to. I moved down from Aubrey to Benalla. Yep, um, and lived in Benalla for a little while, um, probably about three years, I think it was. Um, and that once again, you meet amazing people there, and and you branch out and spend some quality time with people, and you know you create friendships that last you. My mother always says, you know, you. Meet people that are either in your life for a season, reason, or lifetime. Yeah. And I try really hard to try and make that, make everyone a lifetime thing. Yeah. And that, that, that can be taxing. I've learned as I got older. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely can be. And then you meet people and they, you just click with them. And then I, um, so of course, went to Benalla and then moved from Benalla. And I thought I was on such a, I was with such a great team, had a fantastic mentor who, who taught me a lot. And other teachers in, in, and my boss as well taught me a lot. Um, and I thought, well, you know, what else is there to learn? Let's go, let's go and find out if the rest of the world's like this. So then I moved over to England, um, got a job in Slough, which I don't know, but if you've ever seen the British office, that's where it's based. And it's, it's, it's yeah, it's not viewed as like somewhere that's really a lovely place to visit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just outside of Windsor where the Queen lives. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So <gasps> when I was, so I went over there and I was like, oh, where am I going to live? And of course I lived in Benalla and worked in Glen Rowan. And I've always had this rule that you never, you never live where you work. Yep. You know? And so I thought, well, I'll live in Windsor. And I was like, oh, this is fine. Like it's, I looked at how much things were and I was doing conversions and stuff in my head. And I was like, ah, it's easy went over and it wasn't easy. <laughs> Definitely not. And Windsor is very like flash. Yep. <laughs> um, and as, as the British say, lush. lush, very lush. And so <laughs> I found this one bedroom apartment because after you finish uni, you don't want to live with anyone else. No. So I found myself a one bedroom apartment and um, which was right at the back of the Queen's Castle. Yeah, so I basically lived in... <laughs> what? Yeah, I lived in the backyard of the Queen's Castle. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it was really cool. It was really fascinating. Um, and I lived on this pebbled street 
just above a patisserie and down next door to the patisserie was a gin bar. And I, um, one night, you know, it, British people, they do gin so well, so well, <laughs> amazing stuff. It's got me, it turned me into a bit of a gin snob. They say it's going into coffee snobs, but send me into a gin snob. I'm still a coffee snob, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, while I was there, yeah, so I was teaching during the day, but I also, while living in Benalla, created a love of making cocktails. So I would run random cocktail nights that I just invite my friends over and, yeah, and just enjoy it. And just for me to practice a new skill. Very expensive yep. skill, nonetheless. Oh, very. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, yeah, and so then I decided, well, I'll get a job honing that skill as well. So I worked from 7.30 until 5.30. And then on a Friday night, I would leave school and go and work at this nightclub. And so I started working long as, long as shifts down from like, you know, seven until 4 a.m. on oh Friday. <laughs> and then Saturday I'd start, you know, seven again and work until five. Wow. In the morning. And I just wouldn't get any time. So yeah. all the time. So then this gin bar became really good friends with the owner and she would just run lock-ins. So I would be walking back from the nightclub stuff and she'd be like, come on in, let's let's just drink gin and, and have beers and stuff. So, yeah, that's awesome. where I met one of my friends, Nick. Well, he's a singer. Turns out he's a singer for the Queen. What? Yeah, he's one of the top six singers for the Queen. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so I did have to work the next day, however, but he took me all around the castle and I became really good friends with him and a few other singers there. Mm -hmm. um, and we'd just go and, yeah, and just in, enjoy their company. We'd go and watch them sing and stuff and just beautiful, just absolutely stunning. They sang Hayley and I a song for our wedding as well, which was just stunning. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And then so I taught in Slough, um, finished up there, um, and then was in between a job for a little while because – the way, the way that teaching for Australians works over there is that you get contracted by an agency to do um, kind of what they call um, CRT, which is like emergency teacher work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I worked in a place called Langley Academy um, for like two, three weeks, like nothing. And then I got this job out at a place called Maltman's um, Green School, which was an all-girls private school, um, working as the teaching and learning coordinator for early years. So they had ages from two right through to age 12. Wow. And I worked there um, for probably about 18 months just working with them. And then, of course, met my wife over there um, who we were together for six months and then she proposed to me, which was lovely. Oh, my God, really? That's awesome yeah <laughs> girl power absolutely hey I'm all about that um but also I'm a huge romantic person yeah I really love that kind of side of life it's like oh I was like well I still want to get her an engagement ring and I still want to ask her parents for permission and stuff which was really yeah. funny because I I was really nervous about asking them even though she had already asked me <laughs> um that's cute <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then um did all that thing and then we ended up getting married over there and yeah we moved back and we lived in Point Lonsdale for a little while and that's when COVID happened and that's where this story 
the story kind of kind of evolved. Um, which was really, it's really supports my understanding of the good in people, mm. you know, and the trust that we should have for each other. The book, ha- like where did the actual, so the idea came from COVID or was it just something that was in your heart for a long time or? Yeah, what? I think, yeah, I think it's always been in my heart for a really long time is that, you know, it's something that I've always really believed in, in that sense of, of that we are all in this together. You know, we are, we're all experiencing this huge storm at the moment and you can relate a storm to any negative situation. It doesn't necessarily need to be about COVID. Oh yeah, It's about anything that we experience, you know, and even talking with friends who have experienced, uh, have experienced their own sense of depression or, their own sense of struggle um it's something that when you talk about it it becomes so much more free for your own heart and the own weight that you're carrying and i can only speak on my behalf you know that's it's what i've experienced and everyone has different lives and, and different understanding of life but i find that when we talk and we share and we start to realize that some of us are experiencing the exact same thing and when that happens to be able to share it as I said it lightens the load a lot so I guess that the the actual story and the message that I guess I intended for the story um, which I don't want to take away from anyone else who who reads the book and gets something different but the message that I kind of get from it is the sense that we've got to see things set through we've got to see things out and that everything that happens you know i think it's a, a i don't know if you know about Taoism, but the sense of just trusting in the sense that you don't have to do anything you just have to you just have to live it yeah and experience it and eventually it will it will become okay and that sense of that whale call that calm to all is that sense of well you know everything's going to be okay and just ride that wave and see through the storm yeah um but then i mean and then when jade did the illustrations i sat there and she, she hadn't done those specific illustrations but she'd done some pictures and it's not very conventional for an author to write after the illustrations are done. It's not a, and this is something that's, I think, quite special and quite unique in our story and how the story came to be, which I haven't, I haven't written anything about that process and that writing process that we went through. So we get to share it now, which is really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, but just, so Jay did all the illustrations first and then, I was like, well, let's build something from this and, and seeing everything that's happening around us and, and noticing everything and, and feeling everything that I'd seen before in people and observing people, then that's where the story came. Awesome. It's such a great story too. I love it. <laughs> I'm really glad that you enjoy it. I, um, <laughs> it's a, that's, a, that's such, a, such an uplifting feeling to feel that our message is received well 
where I think the goal for Beyond the Storm was was the message, you know, and the goal for Beyond the Storm was to share that with people. Yeah. Um. So to have that to have that feedback there is the, is the best kind of currency you can ever get. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, when I saw that you were doing the book, like when I saw that Facebook post, I'm like, oh my god, that's awesome. Like <laughs> even just just the cover, like just yeah, I'm a huge like I love the sea and all that sort of thing. So the whale really called to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just yeah. And when I got it, I was like, I couldn't wait to open it up and read. It. Yeah, it was so yeah, very relevant. And it yeah, like you said, it can be related to all things, not just what's going on at the moment in the world so i think that's a that's a huge attribute to jade she's got an eye for um the organization of the page she's got an eye for detail and you can see it in her art she's so talented just ridiculous yep it's amazing yeah and she just has this just has this light sincerity to what she does that she as a person like she's so powerful just one of those people that you look at and you go wow like <laughs> never gonna stop around here like <laughs> she's she's a, she's an amazing human and I just take my hat off to her all the time and and when you when you see the book you can see it can't you you can just see that eye to detail that yeah passion and that beauty that she just encaptures yeah and it was something that her and I we the writing process went that I wrote the first one and then I sent it to some editors. But this is one of the things as well about authors that they get really um, connected to their projects and they don't like it when someone doesn't like their stuff or yeah. they get just so attached that they can't change stuff. And I didn't want to be like that. I was like, come on, like, yeah, give me the stuff, give me the feedback and let's let's talk about that. And I had to do a lot of more, a lot more research into how I'm going to write it and how it's going to sound. And, and that's something that Jade and I spoke about, about the book was that we wanted it to be, we wanted it to intertwine. We wanted the, the um, pictures to support the writing and we wanted the writing to support the pictures and for them to be a, a piece of art together. Yeah. And I think I, I, I personally, I mean, once again, I personally really love the last few pages where I find that that really happens. And even I think there's a page in there about the sound of the rain and it's like pit, pat, pit, pat, the sound of the rain. Um, and you can see the droplets coming down and it's almost like it's happening in your eyes. And, and once again, a, a huge thing, um, a huge commemoration to Jay who, who put that, put that organization in there. And that's actually Jay's yep. handwriting. As well. oh, wow. yeah she's once again really oh she's an artist too yeah yeah <laughs> beautiful handwriting though beautiful handwriting yeah yeah you don't trust a primary school teacher <laughs> they always go oh you've got really good handwriting i look at it i'm like no way <laughs> um yeah so so it, it was that connection that we really wanted and so when I got that feedback and I was like okay well I could do it as a story and I wrote it down and I like to handwrite stuff I hand wrote it down and I looked at her illustrations that she'd done previously before um, we did illustrations for the book and it just didn't fit 
you know. And then I heard a song one day I was coming home and just you play some songs on Spotify and they find you other ones. And I heard this song and I was like, that's the book. And I heard it and I was like, that's, that's, the, that's the book there. And so then I put that song on and I rewrote the book again. And then I got, and then that's the end product, end product, you know, I rewrote the book again and then I talked to Jade and then she would fire back and go, let's try this. And then I sent this and she goes, yep, let's do that. I sent something else. She goes, yep, perfect. And so we've got copious amounts of, um, of our Dropbox, just like <laughs> full of edit editing notes and changing notes. And we've got the copy that I did for um, my mum just to make her happy. And then we've got the certain things that we took from that. And then um, there's a rhyme meter as well when you're writing. So it's about stressed and unstressed syllables. So I rewrote again, but then it lost all of its voice, you know? So, and then I redid it again, keeping stress and unstressed syllables and trying to work it. So then it just really came together really nicely and we found it and we're really happy with it. And, you know, talk to Jade and she goes, oh, I don't like that picture, you know, classic artist conversation. I, there's stuff that I would be, do better next time or there's stuff here that I would change. And, but then when you, when you hold it in your hands, that first moment as an author to hold your first book is just, out of this world it's it's such a rewarding feeling and it's like oh wow like this is this is what we've done and this is what we've created so when did that happen tell me when did you first get your hands on your finished product it was a it was a huge build-up <laughs> I, I yeah I'll go I'll go deeply into it I'll put myself out there and say I was hugely hungover <laughs> I, <laughs> um, make yourself vulnerable on Do it. Online platform. Be 100% vulnerable. That's Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's my motto, vulnerable. <laughs> Be vulnerable. And, and that's what makes us human at the end of the day, isn't it? Exactly. Brene Brown, so, 100%. And Hayley had to drive all the way to Ballarat from Warrnambool, which is like two hours. Wow. And then with Sylvia in the back, our daughter, who <sighs> is like at the time, she's like six months old. Oh, wow. I know. So we, our daughter is also beautiful. Like we're really, every, every parent says that, but we're really, She's really beautiful. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. We're really lucky. She doesn't, she, be, she rarely cries. She's always happy. Every morning she wakes up with a big old smile on her face. And I go, oh, she's definitely yeah. your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. We're really lucky. Um, and so we're really grateful to have her in our lives. And so then Hayley drove all the way down to Ballarat and I was just not in a state. And I went, we picked up books because my mum had gone down and picked them up. So my mum's still in Ballarat. Went down and picked them up and she goes, they're just beautiful. And when I, I got the first book and I'd been in contact with the indie bookstore in Ballarat already. And they were like, yeah, we, we, want, we want to get this book. We want, to, we want to sell it, which is an awesome feeling. And they're really excited to sell my book. And I turned to Hayley and I was like, I was not in a good way, uh, but it, in the photos, it looks like I was. So I really, I really faked Lucky. it. Until I liked it. Lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe that's too honest, <laughs> too vulnerable, but I, um, but you know, like I think being, having those experiences is the best because you get to experience more people and you get to meet more people and do the things that you love and be a part of things, new things to come. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, 
I'm just going to sidetrack here. I originally like three or four years ago, I put in an, like an, like just an online request of like how, what would the process be if I was going to write a book? And I've had a million phone calls over the last 18 months of like, do you want to write your book now? Do you want to write your book now? And I'm just like, no. (laughs) But yeah, so like you said, everyone's picked up the pen. Yeah. And and it was, yeah. And so everyone, yeah, picked up the pen and, and the pencil and everyone was doing art and everyone which is awesome. I love creativity and I'm yeah, definitely. Um, but then they've got so much product now that, yeah, there's. Yeah. But I think as well, just, sorry, we aren't really sidetracking here, but <laughs> well, come back around. <laughs> I think, I think as well, being a creative person and knowing creative people that it's so special to get you stuff out there. And that's a huge thing to take on. And that's daunting. For creative, for creative people I find that and I'm and I'm really stereotyping here hugely please forgive me for it but I'm I find most creative people are introverted when it comes to their art you know like no you can meet an extroverted person and you go they can go yeah here's a piece here's this art that I've done and they might be like looking confident on the outside and I'm saying this as an extrovert, you know, <laughs> that I might look comf- confident and comfortable on the outside, but deep down I'm like, oh, do they like it? Don't they like it? What's yep. happening? You know, and they tell me that they like it, but do they like it? You know, you, you just go through all this process and you've just got to be able to go, it doesn't matter. And that's such a hard thing to do with something so personal that to you. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then selling myself, I've never been great. Who is? Human. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. And, um, yeah, and so then I was like, well, all right, now I have to do this thing. Buy my book. And I don't work. You know, that just sounds, it sounds like it's pressuring. And it's not the message. It's not the message of our story. It, I, no. I don't want it to be a pressured thing. I want it to be a natural thing. And I want people to see it and, and love it. And I want people to connect that's my that's that's what I really want is who I am and that's who how Jade and I are as people we we connect you know we're vulnerable people we we talk we we this is what our relationship my Tom and Jade's relationship and friendship was all about was that vulnerability within each other and telling each other when stuff's hard yeah you know and so that's what I want people to realize and that's how I want people to connect with the book that human connection which I feel we really need now more than ever um and you know your book is um like a perfect example of that so and I honestly think it affect like everyone on every age like whether you're a little kid or a you know 50 year old it's definitely that story is definitely huge for every age dynamic like yeah You've always had that friendly, charismatic, beautiful energy. And, yeah, I've always felt drawn to that. Yeah. And, and thank you so much for sharing that. Because that's, that's huge. You know, that, and, that's, and, and that's the point, you know, that we are really in this together and that we, 
that you've got to see that. I think that's a really, really great quality to see that in somebody and to share that with somebody. You know, people just use it. It's like you don't, things go so, so many times unsaid. Definitely. Yeah. We don't say nice things to each other as much as what we probably should. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so I think I make that a really big thing to say those. And I, that's why I said thank you to you because I, I think it's a really important thing to share as many good things as you possibly can. Like telling Hayley that I love her is one of the most important things. Telling people that work, that I really love the way that they, what they bring in terms of their energy and stuff. I think that's awesome. And, and to feel optimistic around people and feel engaged around people and feel ready to join them on whatever thing that you're ready to be on do is just awesome. The, um, you know, and that's, and that's, so those little cards, I send out the little card with the book. Those little cards are my moment to try and connect with people. And it's even harder when you don't know somebody and they buy the book. And then even when they don't leave a message and you go, okay, well, then now I've, I've got to come up, I've got to not come up, but I've got to really try and connect with someone who I think will enjoy it. So I have to say, I guess I try and say something that connects them to the story and just what I wish for them to do. Yeah. Um, and then I get messages, as I said before, that are super, super, put them in such a vulnerable place that I can't not. Beautiful. Um, so where can people find you? You've got your website, yeah? Yeah. So got my website, www.jacobgordon.com.au. Yeah. Um, where you can buy the book there. Um, the indie bookstore in Ballarat, if they're in Ballarat. Yeah, There's beautiful. other bookstores that I want to go to talk to. Really big fan of indie bookstores at the moment. Not a published, like not a proper publisher that's published me. So it's all self-published process. Yeah. So I um, want to go to Geelong because I've lived in Geelong as well. So after I got back and lived in Point Lonsdale. Yep. Then worked there. So I want to sell it in Geelong. And then, of course, in stores in Warrnambool and Port Ferry. Um, and, of course, in Benalla. Um, I can get up there as well, Benalla and Wangaratta. So got a lot of friends there and, and connections there, which is really important. Um, and then also looking at bookstores in Bendigo. Oh, I, awesome. Yeah, I was planning to do a um, book signage tour. So just to go and do a little tour in those places. Yeah. Where, where I've lived in Victoria. Yeah. Um, you know, doing, doing one around Benalla and, and doing one or Benalla or Wang, wherever. Yep. Um, doing one in Bendigo and doing one in Ballarat and doing one in Geelong and, of course, in Warrnambool. Yeah. Uh, it was going to be in September. Um, but. Lockdown. I don't know how that's going to go. Oh, far out. Oh, so frustrating. So we'll just, I'll just keep pushing it back and getting in contact with, with places yep. as time goes on um, and find venues. So it was going to be at the indie bookstore in Ballarat. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the idea of doing it at random places um, yeah. as well. I really want to get the gallery on board because that I think because they sell like kids books and stuff as well. I might see if they can um, sell it there. Because they have, really yeah, especially because it's an artist as like it's, do you know what I mean? Like it's art as well as. Yeah, so anyway, I'll see if I can get my get them to put it in there. 
yeah that would be so amazing i'd love that yeah and your instagram yeah it's jt gordon jt gordon um g-o-r-d-o-n underscore author author um yeah so you can follow me on there and of course i'll reply to anything that people any questions any chats as you know i love to chit chat clearly sorry for yep. saying that. Definitely. Um, and then um yeah and even if you just want to i've got my email connected to my website as well yeah just any anything anywhere just give me a call give me a shout give me an email give me an instagram message yeah um and yeah i can talk about anything you like and listen awesome and is there anything are you planning on doing another book or yeah i've got like so many so much stuff thank you so much for being vulnerable with me and my audience and yeah just huge shout out to you for such an amazing piece of work and yeah well thanks so much Catherine. i really appreciate it no thank you thank you for taking the time and yeah sharing it's really awesome so yeah hopefully you get heaps more books out of it <laughs> it's not the me- it's just the message that's what it's the want. message it's definitely the message for sure like hopefully people read it and hopefully people enjoy it and yep um and get in contact with me yeah about it and what it means to them because that's as i said that's the best currency yeah definitely awesome all right well thank you again and have a great night and yeah we'll talk again soon no worries see you later see ya And there we go, the shortened version of that interview. (laughs) Well done, Jacob. Thank you so much for doing such an amazing edit. Um, Yeah, so guys, if you um, haven't already, check out Jacob's book, um, Beyond the Storm, who um, is illustrated by Jade. Such a beautiful, amazing book with such an amazing, amazing, amazing message. So yeah, look, whether you're young or old, it is such a beautiful book to have in your collection. Um, yeah, definitely hit Jacob up. He is such a great human being and please, please, please um, support him and um, his friend uh, Jade, the illustrator. Um, and yeah, follow along. They're both on Instagram and um Jacob has a webpage as well. So yeah, guys, follow along and please, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, please. That'd be awesome. Thank you. Um, and yeah, leave a review. We're on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google, all the big, big ones and not so big ones too. So yeah, follow along, listen along and yeah, more things to come. Thanks guys. Peace and love. We'll Talk again soon.